have been looking at several different qualities here in the fruit of the Spirit. Um, and really we had, a, we had a, a good run up to this as well. We talked about many things leading into the fruit of the Spirit as well. You know that um, we looked at the, at the work of the Holy Ghost. And then we, off of that we led into the fruit of the Spirit. And, and I'll tell you it's important for, to realize how much we need the Holy Ghost in our lives as believers. And the Christian walk, it's not self-help. You can't do this apart from the Holy Ghost. It takes the Holy Ghost for these qualities to be produced through our lives. Now, they're in there in the new birth, but we still need the Holy Ghost to, to work it out in our lives. And Christianity is completely different than everything else because Christianity is not self-help. It's not dependent on yourself. It's not looking to yourself. It's looking on to Jesus and allowing the Holy Spirit by the Word of God to work these qualities out through our lives and everything in our Christian walk. So um, as we've been looking here at the fruit of the Spirit, we're, uh, we've been approaching it that way, that it is the fruit of the Spirit. Um, Paul talked about being led by the Spirit, being under the influence of the Holy Ghost. And to have these qualities in our life, we have to be underneath the influence of the Holy Ghost. And that is by the Word and then the Holy Spirit coming together and causing this to be manifested in our lives. Amen. So in Galatians 5, we've looked at several these. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. And then it says, against such there is no law. And we've looked at love. We've looked at joy. We've looked at peace. We looked at long-suffering. And we, we looked at long-suffering and patience. Um, and we, we, sh we showed that there is a difference between both. Um, long-suffering has to do with people. And patience has to do with circumstances. And, uh, but God wants us to be able to endure. God wants us to be able to outlast. And not just endure, but endure with joy. To be able to deal with difficult people, awkward people. And not lose our joy. To be able to face circumstances and to count it all joy. And not lose our joy. Amen. Because we know that God's looking after us. God's taking care of us. God's working all things together for our good. And you can come out of any situation better than you went into it when you look to God. Amen. And, um, and you come out with the strength of God in those situations. So praise God. Um, we've looked at all of those things. Tonight what I'm going to look at is gentleness. And in most translations, you know, gentleness is um, translated as kindness. And, you know, I, 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 we're going to look at it that way tonight as kindness. Because really that's, that's what it's referring to. When it's talking about gentleness, it's all together. Gentleness is talking about, you know, uh, having that tender heart. Having that heart of God. Having a, uh, having a heart that has feeling. You know, we're not stones as believers. I mean, we're not wimps. But we have feeling. You know, we're, we're not desensitized. When it comes to ministering to people, relating to people. And we're not meant to be like big lumps of, of, of stone. You know, one of the great qualities of the New Testament believer is that we got a heart of stone taken out. And we've got a heart of flesh on the inside of us. It's talking about your spirit. Where you have a spirit now that is sensitive. Not sensitive as in like you're sitting at home crying, you know, watching a film or something, you know. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not like, you know, or for a fellow where you, 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 you don't be masculine. 
Isn't that that? It's talking about when you have a heart that's tender, that has feeling. That's where that gentleness come, comes in. And it comes out in kindness then towards, towards people. Um, you know, you, like in your body, you have parts of your body and some parts are more sensitive than others. You know, there's parts of your body that are like, to- it's, it, the, there's no feeling in it. It's like, it's like dead. Like, see under here, under your el- elbow. If you squeeze as hard as you can, you won't annoy you in the slightest. You can take right there and you can feel it uh, or squeeze it as hard as you possibly can. But then you get a paper cut and, <laughs> and, then, and then you're squealing, especially you get vinegar or something. And you, see, because there's parts of our body that's more sensitive than others. Or you kick your wee toe, that's one of the worst ones, isn't it? You hit the coffee table or something and, and you go dancing and, uh, you know... Speaking in a language that isn't even tongues, you know what I mean? It's a completely different, it's a made-up language. Because you hit your toe. And it just shows you, you know, that there, your parts of your body are sensitive. Parts of your body are less sensitive. Do you know what? When you get saved, God puts a new heart in you that makes you more uh, sensitive and feeling and tender-hearted towards people. To where, you know, it was easy before to, you know, with certain people and to hate them even. But when you get saved, you have the love of God in you. And you can try and hate someone, but I tell you, inside there's a scratching that goes on whenever you're a believer. That you know, that's not right, I shouldn't be thinking that way of that person, or I shouldn't be talking that way of that person. You know, do you know what that is? It's your spirit as a believer telling you, that's not your new nature. You're a child of God now. Amen. And so we become sensitive But really, it's talking here about, about that gentleness. It's talking about kindness. Amen. Now, kindness is a work of the Holy Ghost. Now, I know in the natural we can say, you know, a person is kind or whatever. But I'll show here in a moment that this is a kindness that's on a completely different level. This is the kindness that comes through the Holy Ghost. Amen. Um, Kindness is a, a generous spirit. Kindness is a demonstration of the love of God. It shows God's mercy and grace to others. And it's done through a genuine, tender, sensitive, compassionate heart towards others. That's kindness. Kindness is generous. Kindness sets you free from meanness, tightness, all of those kind of things. You know, sometimes people are just mean. Some people just are tight. You know, there's no, there's no, there's no generosity in them. They're just as mean. You would have said no over the years. They're mean as a snake. You know, they're just, they're just mean. And it's a horrible quality when Christians are mean and tight. But I tell you, the more you know our God, our God is not tight at all. I'm telling you, our God is kind. Our God is generous. I'm telling you, God is touched with the feelings of our infirmities. God, God understands our weaknesses. When we face things, needs, situations, circumstances, situations that we face, our God is touched with the, the, uh, the feelings of our weaknesses. He understands us. Like it's not like God sitting up in heaven crying. No, that's not what that means. It means that He is compassionate towards us and how kind He is to us. I tell you, God is a kind God. He is not a mean God. All of these qualities are qualities that come through God. They're administered by the Holy Ghost in our lives. These are God's qualities. And 
Kindness is an expression of the love of God. That's what it is. Amen. Now, before, before I go there, let me just call this scripture out as well before we look over in, uh, at that love chapter for a second. But in Romans chapter 3 and verse 12, you know that verse, I'm not going to spend a lot of time here, but it says, they are all gone out of the way. They are all together unprofitable. And then it says, there is none that is good, no, not one. And it's talking there about, you know, there was nobody good. In Romans chapter 1, 2, and 3, it's letting us know there that all have sinned. There's nobody good. Doesn't matter whether you're a Jew or a Gentile. Nobody's perfect. We all needed Jesus, in other words. But what it's saying here is there was nobody good. That word good there is the same word that is used for uh, gentleness or kindness over in the fruit of the Spirit. And it's letting us know that there was nobody kind. People say, but I know a kind person. Yeah, there's, there's, there's different levels of kindness. There's a kindness where people are kind. You know, people are kind to people to know. People are kind to, you know, um, their family and all of those kind of things. But God's kindness is on a whole other level. Do you know there were, what it's really saying? Is there was nobody operating in God's kindness. Yet it was a more human kind of kindness. But I'm telling you, God's kindness is on a whole other level. That's why all of these, see the fruit of the Spirit. You need God for these qualities to be in your life. This is not, you know what, I, I could, you know, read a wee book on being kind and then I can be kind. No, this is God's heart. It comes from the inside out. There's a, a, a feeling, not like a, a, a flashly feeling, but a sensitivity, a compassion that comes from the inside of you, worked on you by the Holy Ghost, that causes you to be kind to people. A generous spirit coming out of you towards others. See, the root of that is the Holy Ghost. It's not a flashly thing. So, you know, somebody says, oh, they're a kind person. Well, yeah, that might be to somebody that they love or whatever. You know, some times, some of the times there's counterfeits to this. How many have ever had somebody be kind to you, but they're actually looking something in return? Yeah. You know, they're, um, they're buttering you up, we would say. So yeah, they're kind to you. They came around, around the door with a bag of stuff, but actually when they were there, that was just a, 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 they're looking at an open door because it might not be right then, but in a week's time, they're going to come to you and say, you know, I was looking at the end of your thing. Really what they were doing was buttering you up beforehand. That's not, that's not the kindness of God. It's a different, not to mean to say, you know, people have relationships and be nice and do something for someone. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying uh, that's human. God's kindness is on a completely different level and it comes from in here. That's why we have to become sensitive to the leading of the Holy Ghost. There's people God might want you to show kindness to that you, you want to go and show a fist to, you know what I mean, in the natural. You might want to go and give them a piece of your mind. But God's, if you let the tenderness of God work on you on the inside, that's why it's so important to be in the Word, walk with God, have a relationship with Him. Because God, let God lead your life. Let God cause that compassion on the inside you to start flowing over in generosity to, to someone where you actually end up going and be doing something nice for someone or good, not because you were looking something in return but because you were being led by the Spirit of God that's different that's something that's outworked through our lives by who? by the Holy Ghost Amen um, so uh, that's just letting us know that there's nobody in and of themselves that is is kind there is a human kindness just like there's a human good a human love all of them kind of things then there's the love of god then there's the goodness of god amen and there's the kindness of god as well 
And let me um, just call this scripture out in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. This is the love chapter that we're all familiar with and heard over and over again. But it lets us know here that love or charity. See, charity is a, it is a good word to describe the love of God because charity was a, a, a given term. Love gives. Love is, a, a, has a, is generous. Love, you know, you just don't say I love you, but that's all it is. There's love, love is, is, is an action as well. Um, you know, thank God for God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. Thank, thank God he just didn't say, oh, I love you and just leave us here. There was action to it. it was, he didn't do it for, for selfish reasons. He did it because he loved us. He didn't want to pour out. And when you love, there's a return. But God was doing it out of love. Amen. Now it says here of the, of the love of God, it says love suffers long. And look at this here, and is kind. Do you see the love of God is kind? I tell you, God's kind to us. He's generous to us. He has feeling for us. He's tender hearted towards us. You know, no matter what you face in life, I'm telling you, God loves you. God wants to pour his goodness and his kindness out upon you. Really, when you're talking about the kindness of God, it really is, and it's an expression of God's love. It's an expression of God's goodness towards us. I tell you, God's a good God. He's a good, a good God. Even, even with the world, it's its goodness that leads us to repentance. Yes, God is a consuming fire. God is love. Amen. God's desire is to, is to love us. That's what he wants. If people ultimately reject God, that'll be their choice. But I'm telling you, all of their life, God is being good. God's being good to everyone. God's being kind to everyone. And when you talk about, you know, the, the, the love is, is kind, okay? Well, the Bible lets us know that God is what? God is love. So you can say that God is love. Love is kind. So you can say this God of love, God is kind. Amen? Because love is kind and God is love. Amen? So God is kind. And God will be kind to you all the days of your life. Over in Psalms 31 and verse 22, it says, Blessed be the Lord, for he hath showed, look at this, his marvelous kindness in a strong city. See, marvelous is talking about, when it talks about marvelous kindness, it means separate. It means in a league of his own. In other words, you know, people can be kind, but I'm telling you, God is in a league of his own when it comes to kindness. God will show us what true kindness is. That's why the, the kindness of God is a kindness that, uh, that people won't experience unless it's coming through God. You understand? Through the God, God working in people and the love of God coming forth. This is a love, this is a kindness that is in a league of his own. Um, there's loads of scriptures talking about like that God himself is kind. Psalms 117, it says, Oh, praise the Lord, all you nations. It says, Praise him, all you people. In verse 2, it says, For his merciful kindness is great towards us. Amen. His merciful kindness is great towards us. Psalms 119, verse 76, it says, Let I pray thee, thy merciful kindness be for my comfort. 
I'm telling you, it's, it's good to know that our God's a good God. He's looking after us. He's generous. There's a comfort that comes in that. You know, if, if God was mean, there's no comfort. If you, if you think that God is angry at you, if you think that God's out to get you, you won't, have, you won't be comforted. But I tell you, if you know God's kindness is rushing at you, God wants to pour his kindness out in your life. There's a comfort that comes there. And I tell you, every day if we look around, we'll see how good God has been to us. Every single day, his kindness is abounding towards us. Amen. I love this verse in Isaiah 54. And this is coming straight off of Isaiah 53, which is talking about why Jesus on the cross, that he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. The redemption chapter, amen? Straight after that chapter, you see, when you receive Jesus, I'm telling you, you are positioned for the kindness of God in your life, amen? God wants to be kind to you. God wants to be kind to everyone. But once you receive Jesus, I'm telling you, that's all you're going to get from God is his love and his kindness. People say, well, does God correct us? Yeah, because he's good to us. God's not correcting us with sickness and disease. God's not out to get us. God corrects you through his word. God corrects you through steering your life. God doesn't correct you with disasters and with sickness and all of them kind of things. No, God is a good God. When God corrects us, it's because he loves us. Amen. He wants the best for us. Now, here's Isaiah 54. Look at this here. It says in verse 8. It says, In a little wrath I hid my face from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, says the Lord thy Redeemer. For this is as the waters of Noah unto me. For as I have sworn um, that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be wroth with thee, nor rebuke you. Amen. For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you. Amen. Do you see when you receive Jesus, that's what you get kindness. God's kindness will not depart from you. I'm telling you, in Isaiah 53, Jesus took the wrath of God. Amen. In Isaiah 54, we take the kindness of God. Amen. And it's letting us know that it's as the waters of Noah. You know what? When Noah, when that, that flood came and God then made a covenant, what did he promise? That he would never flood the earth again. Amen. Well, every time we see a rainbow, that's not for pride. Amen. And not for pride. Our rainbow was hijacked. That rainbow, God put it up there. And we're love people. But I'm telling you, I don't condone. And I, we don't take a symbol of covenant and stick it in God's face. That symbol of the rainbow is a, is a symbol of the covenant of God. That God said, I would never flood the earth again. Amen. God will deal with things again the next time it will be by fire. But God will never flood the earth again. And he gave a seal, a covenant to say that it will never happen again. Well, God's telling us because of what Jesus done for us. When you receive Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life, God will not be wroth with you nor rebuke you. You're his child now. Amen. You're not under the judgment of God when you're saved. Amen. 
He's got to be caned here. Praise God. Look at that. It says, my kindness. It says, but my kindness shall not depart from you. Praise God. God showing his kindness to us. Amen. Um, and Titus, it lets us know that it was the, the kindness of God that was the love and motivation of God to save us. Look, it's Titus 3 and verse 2, it says, um, To speak evil of no man, to be no brawler, but gentle. Let me just read through here. Showing all meekness unto all men. Look, verse 3, it says, For we ourselves were, at one time, we were foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers' lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envying, hateful and hating one another. It's talking about what way we were before we were saved. I always just love the way that's phrased there, that we were hateful, hating one another. But then what happened? But after that, the kindness and the love of God our Savior appeared to all men, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You know what? It's shown that our condition was totally opposite to God before we got saved. But it lets us know God loved us so much that he came in kindness. Amen. For the world, for us, for anyone that's lost, God has shown his kindness towards us through Jesus Christ. That's what I'm saying here about this type of kindness. This type of kindness is not, I'm going to be kind to someone to get something back. This kind of kindness is God's love being ministered to people. And that's why you follow your heart. When, you, when you're being led by the Spirit of God, if God tells you to, to show kindness to someone, follow that, that love on the inside of you. Follow that tenderness on the inside of you. Because I tell you, that's God ministering many times that way through us. And it may, you may not be able to work it out in here, God, why should I be kind to that person? But I'm telling you, God was kind to us. Not because he could get something out of us. We have, it was like mankind had their back turned to God. And yet God came in kindness to us through Jesus Christ. Amen. That's the, that's the kindness of God. I mean, here's a, a, a portion of scripture here that we're familiar with in um, Luke chapter 6. And again, this shows us that this kindness is, a, is on a whole other level. Luke 6 and verse 27, it says, But I say unto, unto you which hear, look at this here, love your enemies, do good to them that hate you. Do you know, do you know why? Because that's what God did to us. <laughs> Amen. Love your enemies. Do good to them that hate you. Bless them which curse you. When somebody, when somebody curses you out. When someone's, you know, um, in the traffic and uh, give you a signal which isn't too nice. What do you do in that situation? Get out of the car and punch the head off them. No, pray for them. Bless them. When they speak ill words over you, I'm telling you, you speak God, just minister to that person. God, send a labor across their path. If you get the opportunity, you'd be the labor. <laughs> many, many can say it takes the Holy Ghost for this kind of kindness. Amen. Because I tell you, our flesh, our flesh wants to get involved so many times. 
when somebody does something to us, I tell you the flesh, it's a horrible thing, isn't it? And you know, and, and thank God, you know, here's the thing, we're all growing. Sometimes people want people to be at 100% maturity in a week, or a year, or 10 years, or 20 years, 30 years. <laughs> I tell you, we're always going to be growing in life. Always. But these qualities, they'll grow in our life to where we start demonstrating more and more of the love of God through our lives. If we walk with them, amen. Um, but, you know, if you have a bad day, if you throw a wobbler into traffic, don't get all condemned. Amen. Just go back to your root source again and start thanking God, God, you were kind to me. See, that's where we go to. We don't condemn ourselves. We, we go to God. Condemning yourself will beat you up. You know, we ministered to someone there recently. And, um, and really, as we were ministering to them, it was that heart just talking here, the kindness of God just flowing just as we were ministering into this, this um, man who's a man that, he, you know, was doing great things in God, but just got his eye off the ball. And you know what? The answer wasn't to condemn him. I'm telling you, the love of God overwhelmed him. We, we got to minister to this man, had the privilege there a few weeks ago, just to minister to this man. And, and just what kept coming out of us was just, don't let condemnation in. Just, we just kept ministering the love of God. You know what? There, there were a fraction that came in that man. Do you know why? Because see, condemnation is a killer. And when, you're when you feel condemned, you know what you do? You end up beating yourself up. And that's not what God wants for us. Do you know what you do when you feel condemned? You run back to God. And not to, not to get saved. You're saved. You run back to God and, re and re remember that you're a child of God. Remember that you're a saint. Amen. Remember that you are sanctified in Christ Jesus. Amen. That you are. I don't feel sanctified. It has nothing got to do. I'm not talking about sanctification outward. I'm talking about you are sanctified in Christ. You're a saint. Do you know you're a saint? Sometimes people say, I'm a saint. Yeah, you. You are a saint when you make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life. Amen. Amen. You're a child of God. You're loved of God. Praise God. Let me just read, it, read on here. Verse 29 it says, And unto him that smite thee on the cheek also offer him the other one. And him that take away thy cloak for, forbid, forbid not to take thy coat also. So uh, it's just letting you know here. And this is about... This is about representing God. It's not talking about here. Like, if somebody, like, broke into your home and was about to beat up your wife or whatever, like, that's not talking about that situation. This is talking about for the gospel. This doesn't mean to say that you can't defend yourself. This is talking about as you're advancing the kingdom of God, when you're stepping up to do kingdom work. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, and in verse 30 it says, Give to every man that asketh thee, and to him that taketh away thy goods, ask them not again. See again, this is a generous, generous heart. I'm looking down here for a particular verse here. Praise God. Um, where's that verse I had in here? I was looking for the verse that, that talks about that God um, reigns on the just and on the unjust. Um, I must have um, knocked it out of there in my notes. But anyway, it's talking in that context there anyway. That God reigns on the just and on the unjust. And it's showing God's kindness 
This is what it's shown here, that God is kind to people. God is, God's kindness is on a whole different level. That's why, you know, we can bless people who curse us. We can pray for people when they speak ill of us or do us wrong. We can bless them and pray. It's a different type of love. It's a different quality of love um, um, completely. Um, down in verse... Um, let me, just, let me just look here in verse 32. It says, For if you love them which love you, what thank of you? For sinners love those that love them. See, that's that kind of love. You know what I mean? If you just love people who love you, that's, that's an earthly kind of love. And if you do good to them that do good to you, what thank you? For sinners also do the same. If you lend unto them of whom you hope um, to receive, what thank you? For sinners also lend and receive as much again. But love... You, your enemies, do good to them, lending, hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great, for you shall be called the children of the house. For he is kind, look at that, unto the unthankful and to the evil. This is in Luke um, 6 and verse 35. Talking about God, our God is kind unto the unthankful and unto the evil. That's a kindness on a completely different level. That's a kindness towards people who don't appreciate it. That's a kindness towards people who treat you wrong. You know, I, and really what it's showing here is when we do this here, when we walk in that, it's we're revealing God's kindness. See, when we walk in the kindness of God, it's like, do you ever have anybody say, oh, I know who your dad is? You're a spitting image of him. People always said that to me about my dad. Always say, you're a spitting image of your dad. And, you know, I, I can remember even one time in school, this man, he was in delivering stuff or something in school, and he stopped me, just coming down the stairs, and he looked at me, he said, did your dad play football? And I says, I did. He says, your dad loose? I says, yeah. He says, I tell you, he says, you're a spit of your dad. Hey, he says, I haven't seen your dad in years, but as soon as I've seen you, I've seen your dad. Um, when I used to go and play, well, Play football, try and play football. <laughs> when I went to a couple of football practices, you go through and all, who are you tonight and all that, say, Paul, Paul, who? Paul Drury. Okay, did your dad play a bit of football? He did, he did, yeah. If you're anything like your dad, you'll, you'll get on great. Well, they found out after a while it wasn't. It was nearly like, are you sure he's your father? You know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know, because like I wasn't playing as good as my dad, obviously that didn't come down to me, you know what I mean? That football ability. But, you know, but when, when we act like God, people can see then God in us. When we are kind to the unthankful, when people treat us wrong and we are kind to them, show generosity, say something nice, don't retaliate, don't give as good as we get. I always say, give as good as what we got from God. We didn't deserve his love, we give that. We didn't deserve his kindness, we give that. We didn't deserve God to be so good to us. That's what we give to people. And see, when we do do that, people see God in their lives. That is why it takes the fruit of the Spirit to have that gentle, tender, sensitive, compassionate heart that comes out in kindness towards people who do not deserve it. Amen. When we can be kind to people not looking something in return, that's the love of God ministering to people. Amen. 
I can remember getting delivered from tightness. I can remember that. <laughs> I can remember, I always say, I used to be able to peel an orange in my pocket because I didn't want you to get a slice. <laughs> I didn't care if there was hers on it and bits of tissue and all. You weren't getting a slice of my orange. Um, but I can remember God dealing with me. And, you know, and, and, and we're all growing in those things. As have areas in my life where I still need to be set free from. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and we all have. But you know what, um, but I, I, can, I can remember, you know, where I, I, I would go out with people and pay things for them and do things for them and get them a coffee. You know, I, I tell you, it's a, it's a terrible thing when, when Christians are as tight as tight can be. I can remember going away with them to, to different meetings and different things with Pastor Hassan. And I'll tell you one thing about Pastor Hassan, but he is a generous man. He was a generous, generous man. I used to go with him to meetings and different things and, and we would go into... Um, meet with a whole ton of ministers and different things like that there and, and when we would go they'd all be sitting there waiting do you know what they're waiting for? they're waiting for him to pay for everything and you know what? he wouldn't eat in a bottle of knowledge and he used to say you know what? it's terrible that people just don't you know don't do it but you know what? it would never stop him from doing it and he would go up there and pay for for coffees and sweets and donuts and whatever you know what I mean? pastries and everything and he he, um, he wouldn't even have mentioned it. And I, I've, anywhere I ever went with him, that's the way he was. He'd fight you. He'd start, tell you, stick out in your, you'd break your fingers off if you went to, to pay for something. I tell you, he was a generous, generous man. But you know what? I tell you, hanging about him, it, it, it causes you to be generous yourself. It causes, you know, because you see that generosity where it was nothing got to do with iPad. You know what I mean? And I know like sometimes people will take advantage of people. You have to be wise as well. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about where you have a generous heart. That's why you be led by the Spirit. Let me tell you, God will, you be led by the Spirit, God will, God will keep you right. Amen. And yes, there's times there's people that take advantage of you, but you don't have to take the bar down low. You just stay being generous. I tell you, when you operate in the love of God, I tell you, it's just a, when you're a giver, you'll always have. Amen. Amen. You'll always have. But giving is a, is a, is a, is a, it's a, it comes out of that kindness. It comes out of that heart to where, you know what, it's not always being tight or looking for the, the, the cheap option all the time. It's, it's a generous heart. That's our God. Our God's a generous God. Amen. Found a verse actually. <laughs> Matthew 5 verse 45. Let me just read this out as well. It says that you may be called the children of your father which is in heaven for he makes the sun to rise on the evil and on the good. Amen. And he sends rain on the just and what? The unjust. That's, that's God's kindness. God in his kindness is the same context of what I was just um, saying it in, a, in another um, gospel. But it is the same context as talking about the love and the kindness of God. Do you, see, do you see every day God shines the sun on everyone when it's out? Praise the Lord. And I tell you, when it talks about the rain, like, you know, for in, in Bible days, just like today, rain was, had to do with fruit. You needed rain to water your crop. You needed fruit. And it didn't matter why a, a, farmer, why a farmer hates God or a farmer loves God. God waters both of their crops. 
Do you know why? Because of his kindness. He's kind. I tell you, God's kind every single day. Every day we get up and we breath. He's being kind to people every single day. Amen. He's looking after people. He's showing his goodness to people every single day. But I tell you, if, if people reject God's kindness and reject what Jesus has done, the Bible does say, you know, there's the goodness and the severity of God. See that word goodness? It's the exact same word goodness. Uh, goodness there is the exact same word for kindness. And if people reject the kindness of God, they will face the severity of God. But I'm telling you, they'll get, when they get to that stage, they will never be able to say, God, you were not kind to me. God is kind to everybody, the evil and the good. Amen. He sent Jesus to die for us, all of us. Not just one or two, every single one of us. I tell you, God's kind. God looks after people. God gives people ideas, dreams. He's put vision on the inside of people. He's given them abilities. Amen. Whether they use them for God or not, God's given people amazing abilities, art abilities, music abilities, abilities for business, uh, abilities to be able to write and people to speak and all of these kind of things. God is so good to every single person. He is such a given God. You know, you don't see, like, you know, the, uh, you can tell on a rainy, a rainy day, you know what, Christians are unsaved because God's just, you know, raining on the, on the unsaved and, and the saved are sitting in the sun beaming off them. No, I tell you, God's good to everybody. You can, we all get a suntan when we go and sit in the sun. Well, a person's saved or not. Yeah. No way, because God's kind. He's, he's a given God. Amen. Thank God for his goodness and his kindness. What a God we serve. Amen. Um, I love this portion of scripture here. Do you remember in, in Acts whenever the, um, Paul and that were on the ship? And remember the storm came and wrecked the ship. And they all floated up on land. You know, they were all prisoners. You know, well, the majority, apart from, you know, the Roman soldiers and different things. like. But there were a bunch of prisoners on that boat and they're washed up onto the shore and I love just the way this is phrased and I'm not saying God's like a, 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 the barbarous people but I'm just saying I love the phrase here because it reminds me of God's kindness because it says when they came up it says then the barbarous people showed us no little kindness for they kindled a fire and it says here and received every one of us I'm telling you, that's the way God is. I tell you, God's kind. No matter, you know what, who washes up on shore, so to speak. Whether someone, you know, uh, is educated or uneducated. Whether someone is black or white. Whether someone, you know what, is from America or Canada. or You know, uh, whether someone is from Ireland or England. It doesn't matter. Whether someone has unionist views or nationalist views. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. People put people in a box and have a whole bunch of labels on them. I'm telling you, I don't care who a person is. If God tells me to show kindness to them, I don't care what they've done, what they stand for. I'm going to show them kindness. I tell you, I've shaken hands with people that some people will cause their, you know, every, every hair in their back to stand up and their toenails to curl back and everything. And I have shook hands with some people that were... High up in different things and done different things and ran different things. And I've shaken hands with people and told them the love of God. And I'll continue to do it. 
Because I tell you, God is kind to everyone. He's given everyone an opportunity. Give me an opportunity. Give you an opportunity. How generous is our God? He's a good God. And I'll tell you, He'll be generous to you in every aspect of your life. If you walk with God and look to Him, I'm telling you, so much kindness to show to you. So much generosity to show you. So much love to pour into your life. Amen. That's what it tells us in Ephesians. We're to look it over here. This is why he saved us. Because in all of eternity, the Bible says that God is going to show his kindness towards us. The riches of his grace and his kindness, it says, towards us for all of eternity. God's going to be kind to you for all of eternity. But here's the thing. God's kindness will not depart from you now. Amen. Amen. I was thinking of this here when I was thinking of this message. I was thinking, I, I went to America several years ago. Actually, I went, I went twice. I've been several times to America, but I went twice in a, in a short space of time. And I was single at the time. The first time when I went, I went over to a church event and I went and I stayed, I stayed with, with people. Actually, this was in the same this was in the same actually trip actually this happened and just it's coming back to me actually I went to two locations and Dan and all her family were there and a load of people out of church we weren't going out or anything at the time but just wishing praying no but Dan and her family you know let me tell you they got, they got treated like royalty whenever they went there you know what I mean you know um, princess in the pea there, you know what I mean? <laughs> Getting treated like royalty. But you know, because I was a lad, I ended up staying with a fella in one of the churches. And you know, the, the fella, he just, he didn't care about hospitality, he didn't care about anything, you know, he was a decent fella and a nice fella. And you know, they were getting all these lovely breakfasts and going to see things and all of this kind of stuff being taken everywhere. You know what I was getting for breakfast? A, a, a Butterfinger, you know what Butterfinger bar, like a Mars bar. That's what I was getting for breakfast there, a baby roof. That was my breakfast. Oh, I can remember thinking, you know, I heard all this lovely hospitality and taxes and all this stuff, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I tell you, I went and I stayed with another, another family whenever I was there. And you call this family the Tuckers. And I tell you, they, they were the most generous people I ever met in my life. I'm telling you, they treated me like their own whenever I was there. And I thought about this today. Do you know what? I, eternity would be horrible if we, if we were going to spend eternity as slaves. As we were going to, spend, going to spend eternity with a horrible God. Who wasn't generous and wasn't full of love. But I'm telling you, in that story, it would be more like staying with the Tuckers. You understand? Than getting a Butterfinger through at me for my breakfast. And I'm telling you, do you see in heaven, God is, God's going to dump his kindness on us forever and forever and forever. We don't even know what that's going to be like. You know what it is? It's the best is yet to come for us. But you think of how good God is to you now. God will look after you. God will meet your needs. I tell you, God will answer your prayers. Amen. God will heal your body. God will give you a wife, a husband. Amen. Look after you. Take care of you. Every situation he draws close. Always God's a giver. Amen. God, God will not be tight with us. God will not, you know, so to speak, we go out and, you know what, it'll give us the worst thing on the menu. God will give you the best. He's a good God. Amen. 
And people think God, you know, God's mean. God, God, God wants me to have the worst. He wants me to have the worst of clothes. He wants me to drive the worst. He wants me to live in the worst. He wants me to think the worst. He wants me just to be the worst. That's the way sometimes people think. Woe is me, for I am undone. God lifts you up. I'm telling you, God's good to us. He takes care of us. What a kind, kind, kind God. Amen. The kindness of God. I think of Mephibosheth. What did David do? He wanted to show kindness to someone. And he had a bad image. He thought David was out to get him. Just like many people think God's out to get them. But God wants to show kindness. Just like David wanted to show kindness to Mephibosheth. And Mephibosheth was coming, I'm a dog. And David was saying, you're not a dog. I had a covenant with your father. And I want to show kindness to you. And you're going to sit at my table continually. Well, let me tell you, because of Jesus' goodness and mercy, he'll follow you all the days of your life. That's the kindness of God. And God the Father wants to show kindness to you. Because God the Father and Jesus entered into a covenant and you get in on that covenant. And I'm telling you, he prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemy. You sit at a king's table. Amen. Because God is kind towards you. Amen. In our marriages, you know, we need to be kind to one another. The Bible says of the, the virtuous woman, there's kindness. The law of kindness is in her mouth. For the husband, the Bible says, wash your wife, your wife with, you know, clean words, good words, words that build up. She's your glory. Pour into one another. Be kind to each other. Amen. God wants us to be kind to each other. There's a, I, I always say like with marriage, I would never teach what we do in marriage in our home to somebody else because that's our rhythm that works for us. I can teach the principles of marriage, but I don't preach our rhythm. You know what? A husband and wife find a rhythm together. That's why many times in marriage conferences, people want you to have their marriage and to teach their marriage and you try it and it doesn't work. No, the same marriage principles work for everyone. Husbands, love your wife. wife the wife, to respect the husband. And that's that circle that just goes round and round and round. Whatever way that works. I'm telling you, that's the secret for a great marriage. And it'll be full of love and full of the kindness um, of God. Amen. Now I'll say this verse here as well. Just take note of it. Proverbs um, 19 and verse 22. It talks there about the desire of a man is his kindness. And really when you look that up, it's talking about it's like a measuring gauge. How kind you are reveals a lot. You know, it's the measure of a man. It shows you're a woman. It shows a lot when you walk in kindness. Right. Just, just a couple of things in closing here. How do we get kindness operating in our lives? Amen. First of all, find out how kind God has been to you, just like we've been saying. Amen. Number two, know God's kindness for people. Praise God. <laughs> Number three, which is a, a tough one, <laughs> face tightness and meanness in our own life. Sometimes I have to look and say, God, I'm, I am tight. <laughs> I, God, I'm, I'm more mean than what I want to be. That's not, but how do you get over that? You, you, you deal with, you're just being honest. But then how do, you get, how do you get free from that? You go and you spend time and you look at how good God is. You look at God's kindness. You meditate in the love of God. Amen. Number four, sometimes you just have to go for it and be kind to someone. A kind word. 
Kindness is revealed in words and actions. So to be kind. And here's the last one. And this is being led by the Spirit as well. This is the last one. Be kind to someone who doesn't deserve it. Amen. Well, people say, how do we get kindness going? And they just have to be kind to someone. Not maybe words, might be actions. Be kind to someone who doesn't deserve it. Amen. That's being like God. It takes God for this kind of love and kindness to be operating in our lives. Amen. These are, these are <laughs> our tough enough messages. But praise God, we're not doing it in our own strength. We're doing it by Him. Amen. So praise God for His love and kindness. Amen.